0: News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, The debate is also being streamed live on globalnews.ca. Four mayoral candidates have joined us to debate some of the key issues facing Toronto. John Tory, Jennifer Kiesmat, Saren Gebras selassie and Sarah Klyman-Haga. Let's move on to our next question. And uh, you'll each be given again a minute to share your plan. After that, we'll open it up for debate. Feel free to get involved as you're uh, so inclined. And uh, when we run out of time... (laughs) The trustee bell is here to remind us. Uh, Now, here's a question. How do you plan to reduce criminal activity? Would you give extra tools to the police? Would you increase funding for youth programs or any other initiative? We are going to begin with you on this question, Jennifer Kiesma. Your one minute begins right now.
1: This has been one of the most violent summers on record. And as a mom, like so many other people in this city, this scares me. Without a plan... The situation in our neighbourhoods is going to get worse. Since Mr. Tory became mayor, we've had over a a 1,000 shootings in this city. And we've fallen behind on international 911 response time standards. That's the price of dithering and delay. My plan... My plan is to ban handguns and ammunition, to get Toronto up to code on 911 response times, to provide economic opportunities for at-risk youth, to transform policing through a neighbourhood-centred approach. We can do this. And also to re-establish respect between police and communities. With strong, decisive leadership, we can make our city safe. This is completely within our control. We can do this with strong leadership. Okay, thank you. Perfect time. Saran, I'll get you started on the open debate. Do you think Ms. Matt's plan would work?
2: absolutely not i think miss kiesmat is not qualified to speak on police community relations in the city of toronto we know that there is tension between the police and a number of migrant communities including the black community and i would say that in the solution to crime is very simple no jargon no mumbo jumbo to tackle crime we need to eliminate poverty so instead of hiring 200 more police officers as john tory has proposed to do under my plan i will create 1,000 new youth jobs for youth in all 31 neighborhood improvement areas and that is how we will actually tackle crime.
1: Uh, Mr. Tory, you've been accused of dithering and delay you've also uh, talked about putting more officers on our streets how do you respond to Ms. Key's mass plan? I
3: think there's one person that's made that accusation. It's unfortunate we get into name-calling as opposed to just sticking to the policy. But the bottom line is is this. This is something that keeps me, as, as, a, as a human being, as a father, as a grandfather, and as the mayor, it keeps me awake at night. It, it is a terrible uh, tragedy when anybody it loses their life or, for that matter, is, is uh, subject to shooting in our neighbourhoods. And I have moved to the Do you feel on, that way, John three, Tory, to about
2: Andrew Loku and the other numerous people who have been killed at the hands of the police in the city of Toronto? We live in a different era right now. All across Canada and the United States, there is awareness about police brutality, and the Toronto Police Service in the city have demonstrated that they are not tackling crime effectively, that in fact they're targeting youth from well, neighbourhoods One thing in- I will areas. say, you mentioned the
3: Andrew Loku case. I mean, I think the police service uh, has taken steps now not only to look into that, but also now to establish a body that is permanently going to look at how we can uh, de-escalate in cases of mental health, because it is something where I think we have a lot of learning to do and a lot of changed practices. But so let me come back how about to something. Thing. you well, but, actually, no, John, John Tory, interrupt.
2: you had so much time to speak. How about well, I, reversing I, I your position yet. on 200 police officers no. and actually saying, let's hire more young people in the city of well, you Toronto. See, you see, Ms. You, budget, make it, it. you make it, you make it an either-or choice, and I, I say we have
3: to do both because we need to support the police. And uh, so I will not uh, take you up on your offer to not hire those 200 police officers. We have to hire 200 next, next year and 200 this year because we have to do that to make sure we can expand our neighbourhood policing program. Tory, and 200 the police time.
2: officers is not going to eradicate gun violence in the city of Toronto. What you need to do, what I will do as the next mayor of the city of Toronto, is create 1,000 new, new youth jobs in all of our priority areas. Mr. Tory, the police budget gets one-tenth of the city's operating budget. It's over $1 billion. Could that money be used elsewhere? We should ask the young again, people in Ms. the Gaber city of Selassie, Toronto... mister with the greatest
3: of respect you make we this... We should
2: ask young people... let
3: me have a chance. You ha- you, you've
2: had, you had the your Well, you just had <laughs> yours,
3: so now... You you We're asked me a question, left. and I will say that you make it an either-or case. I will not make that either-or decision you ask for. I am saying we need to support the police with, with manpower and with technology and we need to make investments. So when the province of Ontario, another example of partnership with the government of Ontario, came forward with $25 million, we said we would match it, as they asked to do, and most of our money is going to go into creating exactly those kinds of programs and positions you talked about for young people and families, if because we're, you're right. If we're that going is a to part of this, but not the only part. Okay, Google okay, hang time on, is just up on a this second. Since
0: you're already fired up, Sarah, I'm going <laughs> to let you go here with your minute priority statement on battling crime and, uh, well, just reducing criminal activity in general. I'm kind of intrigued. Youth programs creating a thousand new youth jobs. Uh, If you want to expound on that, feel free. But just in general, how would you reduce criminal activity in Toronto?
2: The Toronto Police budget gets one-tenth of the city's operating budget. That's over one billion dollars. Ninety percent of that budget goes to officers' salaries and I may point out Chief Saunders is o- earning over a quarter million dollars a year. Could we use that money elsewhere? We should ask the young people of Sistema Toronto who just had all of their funding cut thanks to the province of Ontario under Doug Ford and those are exactly the kinds of programs that would actually help eradicate crime in the city of Toronto but you're not going to solve crime by hiring more police. Has that been effective in the past? I don't think so. And so if we actually want to tackle crime, we got to make the city more affordable. Under your administration, this city of Toronto is now one of the most expensive cities in the world. So policing is not the answer and you need to be bold. And actually I'm going to put it to uh, to Jennifer. I haven't heard you disavow police brutality. I have not heard you advocate for the rights of racialized communities in the city of Toronto. I hear you speak speaking to a, a, frankly, a much more privileged aspect of the um, segment of the population.
0: Okay. Uh, that's fine on that one-minute statement. So, Jennifer, the ball has been tossed to you. If you'd like to pick it up Absolutely. as we open the floor to debate, I'll uh, lead with you.
1: So a couple of things in, in response to Sir Ron. The first one is that I completely agree that we need to provide economic opportunities for at-risk youth. And uh, I spent many years of my life uh, as part of a nonprofit organization that I started and that I was involved in running for 15 years that was precisely about that. It was about helping youth that are, are at most at-risk in our city and ensuring that we're delivering pathways
2: out of violence. So will you one disavow of the, reasons, the decision to hire finish. 200 more police officers? The people want to know where you stand on police brutality and where you stand on this call for 200 more police officers. I'm happy to answer that. Will you disavow police brutality and will you call for a reversal of the decision to hire 200 more police officers? And it's a yes or no.
1: You've asked me a question and I'd love to answer it and the first is this, one of the reasons why I talked about re-establishing respect between police and communities is precisely because we realized we, I realized that there is an incredible issue with racialized communities and trust in police and empowerment and opportunities and we need to address that by working collaboratively with communities. A top-down approach is not going to work. It hasn't worked. One of the things that I'm very concerned about is that we have had from Mr. Tory throwing money, throwing new officers at the pl- problem without a strategy, without a plan to address how we're going to create strong neighborhoods, and we will you create know, strong neighborhoods. You've talked about by Ms. ensuring Eason. that we're working with neighborhoods. You've talked ensuring about ensuring that we have that very like
3: plan. Mobile so to say there isn't a plan, and the fact of the matter is the reason that today we're creating traffic wardens so police don't have to direct traffic. The reason that we're taking noise uh, uh, complaints away from police and handing them to bylaw inspector office, uh, inspection officers is so that police can focus not just on fighting crime, but also getting into the community with community policing and forging the kinds of relations and frankly restoring some of the trust that has been eroded in and past I'm years. Been so, here so to say there is no You took all to
1: all that away going. four years ago. Oh, now we have a crisis right. and you're bringing it back. And yeah. I think that's a real problem. When this we're... kind of yo-yo approach to our city, waiting for a crisis to arise, whether it's congestion I'd like to or housing. Back to okay, Sarah, about yeah, that. you've and been then, quiet Growing resources yeah. At yeah. It actually is talking not about the crime rather than
4: fighting between e- between each other. Um, first of all, I think we need to avoid inflammatory discussions around crime, and I actually don't think it's fair. I totally disagree with some of what Mayor Tory has done on crime, but I don't think it's fair to blame a politician when someone dies. That's what gets us into this mess when we react to headlines instead of being proactive. We don't end up with good solutions. And so, you know, police. I just want to say what I've heard when I've talked to people around this city. They're not asking for more police. They're asking for better relations with police. They're asking for police to be able to do their job and not other jobs that they seem to be saddled with. So we need to be talking about, you know, improving the resources. Like Saron says, it's a huge budget. Are we using it the best way? Are we are we overspending some ways and not enough? So the people want solutions to crime. They don't want reactions. And I think as as politicians, as, as candidates, we need to offer solutions, and, and they're all around prevention. So you right. said... Well, you like, it, John,
0: Actually, hang on. So,
1: uh,
4: yeah, done with that? Troy, we are done with the, the discussion and now it's your one minute to talk about what you're going to do
3: Well, I I think it falls into three categories, and I'd be interested in hearing. I mean, I I respect the fact that Ms. Gebra Selassie has said she disagrees with hiring 200 police officers, but I'll tell you, it falls into three categories, what we have to do and what we are doing right now. And that is that we are hiring 200 police officers this year and next, because we need to do that to make sure we have the officers available to do the neighbourhood policing. We are advocating strongly on the laws to be changed, including the question I keep asking. Why does anybody need to have a handgun in the City of Toronto? And we've made progress. I've been a national leader in this discussion, and the federal government has now indicated they're beginning consultations for the first time on actually looking at a handgun ban in the city of Toronto and perhaps beyond. And the third thing that we're doing is that we are investing in kids and families in those neighbourhoods more than ever before.
2: Let's let him finish. He has his one minute. Let's let him finish.
3: And what we want to do by making those investments, and we're doing it in concert, by the way, all of these things are being done in partnership with the other governments, something Ms. Kiesma doesn't think is important. You can just stomp your feet and just say we're not going to deal with those people at all on anything and i say no we have to deal with them and they are investing in the case of the federal government in the investments in kids and families and in the case of the province they are helping us with changing the bail laws and and changing okay, the approach to bail and with putting police officers on our streets so so one John, minute In the last
1: up. election you said a handgun ban was an empty gesture now we've had a thousand shootings in our city that's what's happening well, let me tell you we've what's had changed. a thousand shootings and, in our right. city and, and now again, you're saying that that's so what we do you need. want to that's tell me Changed. Getting out ahead you see, of Jennifer, a challenge.
3: Ke- Miss matt leadership is about when you're presented with new facts, actually changing your opinion. That is something that I think people respect and they admire when you actually do it. And when the police chief brought me a report saying that now 50 percent of all the handguns that are used in the commission of crimes in Toronto are coming from inside sources in, in Canada, then that was a change because previously it had been 80 percent were coming from the United States. And so to me, that made the difference. Between between saying now we should move forward and and putting public interest over everything else, ban handguns in the City of Toronto, and I immediately began to advocate for that as soon as I had that report. I went to national conferences and talked about it. I went to the Prime Minister. That's I went That's lovely, to the John. That's lovely. Late. But
2: that's can we just late. point out the irony? You just said we can't afford free transit. Meanwhile, you can afford 200 more police officers to the Toronto police budget, which is the largest line well, item Escapes on your Aussie. budget. That Actually, that's not true. over because, a million dollars. Because you see, you, you need- have... To actually, clearly, Mr. Tory, the people have lost faith in your ability to restore but, to restore police-community relations. If that has not happened under your leadership. And Ms. Kizma is so lukewarm on the question of police brutality, and that is not what the people of the city of Toronto need. I there just is no. Can I just point out one on, thing that I think on, is yeah, very Sarah,
0: important to yeah, this we're
3: debate.
4: We're actually eating Sarah's tongue here, and that just we is we'll let you about okay. just because we've been talking about this handgun ban, and I think it can eat up a lot of space, and for. It, whether or not it happens, it's it's not it's not happening fast and the guns aren't going away in the meantime. And a lot of people point out that a lot of the guns that use are used are illegal. So we need to talk about ways we can get rid of guns right now. And amnesty, gun amnesties have worked very well some places. Why don't we look at things like that? Why don't we look at creative solutions instead of pointing to some federal legislation the that's city has okay. actually approved having in just a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a a little bit of a little to of a little bit of a city is going to
3: have a have, the city Council approved a gun amnesty, another one we've had a gun and of one. we of them before. And they've been of limited use but we're going to try them again because and maybe increase the amount that's given to people who bring in guns so I think it is an idea and I agree with you uh, that we're going to try it again uh, but I think in the end we we cannot get ourselves into a situation where we say that it's an either or choice I think all three of the things that we've talked about investing in the police and making sure we maintain adequate strength so how we can we have invest more policing, in the police investing you in kids and families and changing the laws are all things we have budget. to
2: do we have a one billion dollar budget for the Toronto Police Service in the in the city it is, we do not need to invest more in that area. We need to actually eliminate poverty in the city. I cannot believe- All
0: right, hang on just a second, because, I mean, we're hitting some contentious themes, obviously, and uh, it's a spirited debate.